Welcome to Woke or a Joke, a Gen Z Review. I'm a Zennial. And I'm a Gen Zer. I absolutely love movies from my childhood. However, I've come to realize that some of them just don't hold up anymore. So with the help of my resident Gen Zer, I will learn how problematic my childhood truly was. Today, we will review The Birdcage. The Gen Zer will tell us if the movie is woke or a joke. If the movie is determined to be a joke, our resident Gen Zer will pitch us a rebooted version. Then, I, as the Zennial, will either watch the retooled version or burn my copy of the original problematic movie in all of its racist, misogynistic glory, never to be watched again. So, <laughs> The Birdcage. Um, now, I, I will say that I don't know if The Birdcage was like my top go-to watching movie, but I did watch it as a kid. And we thought, you know, it is Pride Month being June, so why not do Birdcage? See if it holds up or not. And you have a little bit of history with, with The Birdcage. I have the so story. much deep, dark history <laughs> no, with no, The Birdcage. No, not deep, dark history. Okay, so The Birdcage released March 8th, 1996. Written by Elaine May, adapted from the play and an earlier screenplay, uh, directed by Mike Nichols. In this remake of classic French fare, and I apologize if I'm flubbing this too much, um, La Cage au Fall, uh, engaged couple Val Goldman and Barbara Keeley shakily introduce their future in-laws. Val's father, Armand, a gay Miami drag club owner, pretends to be straight and attempts to hide his relationship with Albert his life partner, and the club's flamboyant star attraction. So as to please uh, Barbara's father, so as to please Barbara's father, controversial Republican, Senator Kevin Keeley. So trying to do a, a long con here. So my friend, is this movie woke or is it a joke? It's mostly woke, but just generally not a very good movie. <laughs> Fair. No, that's fair. So, um, do, do you, I, I guess we'll just list the problems. And then, you know, if, if you want to list problems that w of the movie in general, of why it's just not a good movie, mm -hmm. you can do that too. So, <laughs> the first, the, the problems that make it unwoke are that, okay, so basically, they work at, like, a club. And, um... During one of the acts, then people are wearing, like, Native American headdresses. Oh, yeah, that's right. And so that was, like, that was right out of that. Like, they're, they're just, like, opening scene wearing these headdresses. And I'm just like, ooh, that's uh, problematic. And then, um, also, at one point, like, I know this is a joke, but it's not very good. Is, um, okay. So the main guy, I guess there is no main guy. I have no idea who the main guy is, but the dad, his uh, name, I forgot. Okay, Armand. Armand is like, um, they have a housekeeper and <laughs> he is threatening the housekeeper's status as a citizen because the housekeeper does something that's too zany for him. And he's like, I have two words for you. Green card. <laughs> and like, that was rude. True. But I don't know. Those are like the main things that were like, oh, this problematic. But just in general, the pacing of the movie was weird. I don't know what was happening with that. I feel like. 
because people just were like changing their minds a lot. I don't know. Because okay. towards the end, well, it's just like throughout the entire movie, the pacing is kind of weird. Some scenes went on for, I feel like, way too long. Oh, jeez, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so there's one part where they're trying to get Val's biological mother to go to the dinner so that then um, it looks like Val has some random mother person. And then, um, and so then Armin goes to talk to the mother, and then they're just, like, talking for a very long time, and I don't really care about that storyline. And then they're just here, and they're just talking, and I don't know what's happening, and I'm just very bored. <laughs> okay. So now, um, because you've seen the play. Well, I've seen the musical. I haven't the seen music. the play or okay. anything. Okay, so is that even, like, a part of the musical? No, the mother isn't there as a physical person ever. She's mentioned because Val invites the mother to come, but then she sends a letter back that's like, oh, no, I am busy, I'm not coming. Okay, gotcha. And that's why um, Albert dresses up as the mom, because he gets the letter first and he sees it. And he's like, gosh dang it, the mother abandoned the child for the 20th time, and now he's going to be sad. Yeah, fair, fair. <laughs> it was kind of, it is an odd thing to go to, because it's like, oh yeah, you know, we haven't heard from you in 20 years, but yeah. uh, hey, can you do this for me? And like Val's all on board. He's like, I need a straight. Like, I need a mom. I need a straight. And I'll, you know, even though I haven't had any contact with her for 20 years, it's totally cool. Yeah, I think Val came up with the idea. Like, he's the one who wanted it. Yeah. <laughs> so, what are uh, some other problems in general about the movie? Oh, yeah. Well, for most of this, I'm comparing it to the musical because I feel like the musical did it better. Now, what musical did you see? Do you know what year it was from at all? Um, well, let me see what it was exactly. Because it's not like, I think it's a recreation of the Broadway version. It's okay. not the 2010 version, because I don't like that version as much. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, I don't even know. Nah, that's fine. It's like something specific. Okay, fair enough. It's from like, according to the description, it's from like 1999 or something. Okay. All right. Um, but I think the musical came out in like 1983. Yeah, exactly. That's when it uh, opened on Broadway. It's the American Musical Theater of it's from the American Musical Theater of San Jose's 1999 production of La Cage Fall. So and that was an acclaimed uh production, wasn't it, in San Jose? I mean, people in San Jose, they can act. I, I, they absolutely can. They haven't proven us otherwise, have they? I don't know. I don't know anything yeah, about San Jose. I, oh, yeah. Where is San Jose? Do you I know don't the know. Way to San Jose? I didn't learn about San Jose in my <laughs> history class. I don't Fair take enough. geography. Fair enough. Okay. So, anyways. Anyway. So, um, in the birdcage, Armand doesn't want Val to get married because he's like too young. He's like 20 in this. Mm -hmm. And then in the musical, Armin doesn't want Val to get married because in the musical, he's like, he's a little bit of a playboy. He's going between girls. And then he's like, are you sure you in love, bro? 
And then Val's like, I sure am. And then Armin is like, yeah, fair enough. And then it's fine. I like that better. Well, exactly. I, yeah. And also um, Val's uh, love interest in, in the mm-hmm. birdcage. She's 18 yeah. is what she says. But they met when she was, I think, 17. Oh. Yeah, Barbara Keeley. They met when they they were when she was 17, and I guess he was 19 at the time. So I know this has become a little bit of a theme of the podcast of you know age gaps. No, that's weird because she's underage. Yeah, that's a problem, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah. So, so I I get the whole thing of like, hey, you're 20, but I I just like that. Hey, you know, you're kind of a playboy. You know, have you settled in yet? Is this really what you want? I I, I like that better. Yeah, and then. I don't think that um, Barbara's name or Barbara's age is really mentioned in the musical. Not that I remember. Okay. I know that in this version, um, Val is 24. So I would hope that she's not uh, like only just 18. Oh, no. See, I thought he was 20. In the birdcage, he's 20. Yeah. Oh. In the, but oh, in the musical, okay, gotcha. he's 24. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. There's a lot of history to, to compete with. And you said that in all of the iterations, they all have different names. Yeah, and like the movie compared to, or at least most of the characters have different names. The one who's the most consistent is Albert, who's who's originally Alban in both the movie and the musical. Okay. And then he's, and then he, um is Uncle Al at some point in all of them. But it's very confusing in this version because like all of, a bunch of characters have names that start with A. And so there's like Armand and then there's Albert and then there's the housekeeper whose name I don't remember, but whose name starts with an I too. And so that was all very confusing. Oh yeah, Agador, yep. Yeah, so that was a, a disaster. Oof, okay. But, I mean, it's like whatever because it's just their names, but still, it makes it confusing. <laughs> it does, it does. And then in the third cage when um, Val says that uh, Albert should leave because he's too home now, then uh, Arm- Armando's like, oh, I don't think we could keep Albert out of the house for that long. And it's just kind of like a joke. Then in the musical... Um, Armin tries to convince Val to let Albert stay because Albert has always supported them. And he says that they're throwing him out of the home he made for us. And then Val's still being the worst and it says that it's not a big deal because it's only for one night and it's necessary. And then he just kind of like walks away. <laughs> what a jerk. Yeah, Val is the worst, right? Yeah, and, Val's the worst okay. in all of the versions, I'm pretty sure. That's just who he is. (laughs) Yeah, he is terrible. And then um, another thing is that in the birdcage, then um, Albert finds out that they're going to have him leave the house. And so then he immediately is like, well, what if I stay, but I just dress up as like Uncle Al? And then, um... Yeah, like, straight Uncle Al. Yeah, yeah, obviously. (laughs) And so that was kind of weird, because that all happened very fast, whereas in the musical, um, when he finds out that Val doesn't want him to go to the dinner, 
Then he sings, like, probably the most popular song from the musical, which is I Am What I Am, where he basically says that he's not gonna hide himself for someone else. And then, so he doesn't, like, immediately agree to this, and really, in the musical, Armand is the one who suggests that he should be Uncle Al, since he's, like, really upset that he can't go. Okay. And so then Albert, at first, is reluctant to that, but then eventually he agrees because he wants to be there to support Val. Mm. So really in this version, people also like Val too much, even though he's the worst. Yeah, they are bending over backwards for this guy who's like the worst, just like the most, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why they don't just like leave that kid. They should just throw him out. You're like, hey, we're embarrassed of you. Why don't you, you know, do something? Exactly. And then there's like this whole bit in the musical where um, Val is all not at um, Albert. And he's like, oh, you know, I've had to stand up for you for all of these years because of people like making fun of us. And, um, and so I don't know why you can't do just like this one thing for me. Mm-hmm. And then, um, also, Armand is, like, very aggressive towards Albert when he's trying to get him to act masculine. Yeah. Like, I don't know why he was so aggressive and yelling at him. <laughs> Pinky down. Exactly. He was crazy. In the musical, he was not like that. That's very violent. Okay. <laughs> and then... Um, when Albert dresses up as Uncle Al and he walks in, then in the birdcage, Armin doesn't think anyone could believe that Albert is straight and isn't very supportive of him, and neither is Val. And then in the musical, um, it's Armin's idea and he's supportive of him and is like, oh, you're doing great, you're loving it, it's great. And then, um, when Val is like, no, you're the worst, no one can ever think uh. that you're a hetero, then Armin tries to show him that Albert has supported and helped Val his entire life, and that Val shouldn't be treating him that way. And then, um, and that's, of course, three song, because it's a musical. And then <laughs> in the version that I watched, I don't know if it's the same throughout all version, because it was more about the blocking, but um, then Val walks away towards the end of the song, because he's the worst and he does not care. And then Armin begins to walk towards Albert, like he realized that he probably should have been treating Albert better. Uh, okay, that's cool. Um, and then, cause there's never, I don't think there's ever a point where Albert apologizing, apologizes to, or I mean, Armand apologizes to Albert or anything. Yeah, I can't think of any time. I mean... Uh, are you talking about in the musical or, or the um movie? in the movie? Yeah, th- th- there is that one scene where they're all like sort of toward the end, and it, mm-hmm. it's Val um, and uh, what's her fa- uh, Barbara and Albert and Armand, and they're all kind of talking, and a lot of things happened all at one time. Yeah. So there might have been some sort of apologies there, like some half-hearted, mm-hmm. just kind of throwaway lines. But yeah, nothing, not a grand gesture of hey, I'm being a jerk right now. 
Yeah, because I rewatched that scene. Oh, you did? Yeah, I rewatched that scene from the moment that they, uh, that the Keeley family finds out that um, the mother is actually Albert to the point where they're about to go to the nightclub. Okay. And, like, I know for sure Val does not apologize wow. at any point because he's still the worst. Oof. Whereas on, in the musical, Val publicly apologizes to Albert, like, mm. pretty soon after they find out and ask for his forgiveness. Hmm. So there really isn't a lot of growth with Val in the birdcage. Yeah, because he does, like, his thing where they try and make him redeemable, where um, the Senator Keeley asks, like, uh, Val's mother shows up, his biological mother, and then Senator Keeley asks how many mothers Val has, because now there's <laughs> two of them. Yeah. And then Val takes off Albert's wig and says, only one. And it's referencing Albert. And so I guess that was their thing of trying to say that he's supportive of him now, but I don't and, know. And Senator Keeley loved um, Val's, what he thought Val's mom was. I don't know what her name is. And like, yeah. Um, and so even when like the wig's taken off, like Mrs. Keeley has to be like, yeah, dog, that, that's a dude. Because he like still was like, wait, what? Oh, she just has a wig on. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, Senator Keeley's reaction is very <laughs> weird, and he's just, like, super confused the whole time. But in um, the musical, Senator Keeley just has kind of, like, a freak out about it because he's in the home of homosexuals now. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then... <laughs> is there a song about that? <laughs> No, he just goes and he hits his hands against his knees and he says, homosexual. And then... <laughs> that would be a great song. That's a missed opportunity. I know. And then Barbara's like, father, there's no need to bellow. They know what they are. <laughs> so there's a lot of banging on things. Well, yeah. Fair Well, because Barbara's making fun of him. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so any other stuff? Um, I don't think so. It's just, oh, then Barbara also immediately goes back with her family because they're like, oh, come on, Barbara. And then she's like, I'm staying. But I think just before that, though, she like went back with her family. I don't know. Because she never, like in the musical, she immediately um stood up for them. And then, um, and in this version, version, she also knew that they were a gay couple already, whereas in the musical, she did not know until everyone else knew. And so then in that version, Senator Keeley is like, did you, um, you knew that they were gay and you invited us over and whatever. And she's like, no, I didn't know, but it doesn't matter. And she immediately stands up to them, whereas in this, Barbara was, like, a lot more toned down. Yeah, I, I like the musical version better, the way you're describing it. That, mm -hmm. that Yeah, that, that makes her kind of more redeemable. And, it you know, it just kind of shows um, really the kind of person that she mm -hmm. is. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, because I feel like the musical version is more of about found family, because at the end of that version, then... Um, they're not really, it's not really shown whether, um, 
the Keeley family is really redeemed or anything, or whether uh, they're gonna go to the wedding at all or anything. And so then um, Barbara decides that she'd rather be with their family because they're accepting and she likes them more rather than her biological family. Whereas in this version, it, like, ends at the wedding, and it's like, oh, they're suddenly, I guess, okay with it? Like, enough? I don't know. I don't really know what was happening at the end. Yeah, after they escape in in drag. Yes. <laughs> now, does that happen in the musical as well? It does, but, like, the paparazzi shows up a different way, but, yes, they do have to escape through drag. Oh, okay. So even in the the senator, um, yeah. The, oh, wow. Okay, yeah. I will say, uh, Gene Hackman, who played uh, Senator Kevin Keeley, um, that was a scary, a scary woman. <laughs> like, like, well, because you were like, oh, is that the senator? Because <laughs> you couldn't even recognize yeah. him. Like, yeah, that's that's senator. I mean, I didn't even know that, that happened in the musical version until like yesterday when I was reading through the Wikipedia because I'm just watching some like random. <laughs> YouTube video of it and so I can't really see anyone's faces very well or anything (laughs) and so like I don't know who's who no that makes sense (laughs) so any other uh problems with the movie um I do not think so oh wait actually okay kind of okay so in this version um Val takes off uh Albert's wig to show that she's not the mother Mm -hmm. and then but in the original version the wig just like comes off because Albert goes and they're at like some restaurant and they know the owner and the owner knows that um, Albert does like drag and he does this performance thing and so the owner has them like sing a pretty cool song and then he just gets way too into it at the end and he uh, takes his own wig off Oh, um, because he's just he like too into it wig. yes he <laughs> came for his own weave and then um, and then Senator Keeley has like a freak out and then um, they're back at the apartment and then the restaurant owner um, calls the paparazzi because Senator Keeley did not pay for his bill and um, she's very offended and so she wants to inconvenience him. <laughs> That's great. So I don't know how I feel about um, Val taking off the wig because it is kind of yeah. just to make him like redeemable in some sort of way. Because even at first, like, I think in the musical, Val is kind of like, I don't know what's happening, I don't know. And then he um, apologizes to Albert because then I think he remembers what um, what Al- Armand was saying to him before about how uh, Albert has been supportive of him and how Albert's intentions were good because he knew that the mom wasn't coming, and so he thought that he could be helpful. Whereas in the movie, I don't really know what his intentions were to dress up like the mom, because the mom was going to come to the dinner, and she did show up, she just showed up late. So I don't I don't really know 100% why. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't very clearly defined. Yeah. yeah. That's true. 
So you don't necessarily have a, a rebooted pitch for this. No, just watch the musical. <laughs> just see the musical. It's probably better. And, and maybe the play, too. The play's probably good as well, right? Yeah, I don't probably. know. I haven't seen it. Yes, we can't endorse it, but it could be good. Okay, fair enough. Well, I think you convinced me that maybe I should, um, if I really want a true good version, I need to see, you know, the San Jose production of the musical. That's a very good or... production. <laughs> or maybe um, maybe the the original play, or maybe even the, I think it's like a 1978 film. Mm-hmm. Maybe watch that instead of The Birdcage. Yes. I will say that I just assumed um, Robin Williams was just going to be super offensive in mm-hmm. it, like as his portrayal of of a homosexual. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I thought it was fine, you know, for the most part. Yeah, he was pretty like toned down. I don't know. His character was kind of boring and like unnecessarily aggressive. Yeah, that's that's very true. Now, you did count how many times Albert screamed. Yeah. Do we have a scream count officially? Yes, it was surprisingly low. It was only at 19. <laughs> Um, but I did not count when he was like screaming and then there's just like a slight pause and then he screams again where it's like just barely anything unless he was screaming for two different reasons. Okay. (laughs) It was very well defined what you were looking for. So really, I mean, it it could end up being like 30 or 40 screams. (laughs) <laughs> well, I think that most likely it'd be like six more screams. It'd be okay. like 25 screams. Yeah, he did scream a lot in yeah. the movie. Fair. Okay, so we done with the uh, with the birdcage? Yes, it is thrown out. <laughs> it's thrown out, um, but we can replace it with, with something better that's already made. Yes, the San Jose production. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, well... Thanks for listening to Woke or Joke, a Gen Z review. Please subscribe to our podcast, join our Facebook group, and follow us on Instagram at Woke or a Joke. Thank you for listening to Woke or a Joke, a Gen Z review.